All right, here we go. One of everybody's favorite features of the year, signing day with the coordinators. Mike Denbrock, Cincinnati offensive coordinator coach. Uh, eight guys in this recruiting class. And uh, does it feel like the, the, the level, the water keeps rising on the type of guys you're bringing into this program? Yeah, I mean, I, it really does. I mean, from, uh, you know, from the beginning uh, to where it is now, obviously, uh, because of the success of the players have had on the field, a lot more doors are open to us. And um, we can be pretty selective, pretty picky. Um, you know, I think all the guys that we brought in in this class, first and foremost, kind of fit the profile of the program very well. Um, we're never going to get very far away from the blueprint that helped build this thing from the beginning. Um, and even though more doors are open, you know, we're going to make sure we get the right guys and we really feel good about the group that we got. Let's start at the top. You had a Midnight Madness event to kick off the return of recruiting. The primary name at that event was a quarterback named Luther Richardson. He played cat and mouse a little bit. <laughs> but at the end of the day, you got it done. I've seen him throw. You've seen him throw. The kid can throw. He is a. He's got big time arm ta arm talent. Yeah, I mean, just you know, one of the you know, it, it took some different twists and turns. Obviously, <laughs> uh, it took some patience. Uh, I think uh, Coach Caduli in particular, and and Coach Fickle, um, you know, I think we had a vision for what we really wanted this year at the quarterback position, and I think Luther really fulfills that in every way, shape, or form. Um, and he was he was worth waiting on. I mean, he was you know obviously involved in uh, the Elite Eleven and all that process that you go through to try to uh, make a name for yourself at the quarterback position. And I think that delayed it just a little bit. I think all along the way there were some really really good strong indications from not only him but the family that it was going to happen. But it was maybe just a little bit of a matter of time, and, and we just kind of had to stay the course, and uh, and thankfully it worked out in our favor. His dad's a strength coach, worked in the NFL. His high school coach is Trent Dilfer. This is a kid that's got a little bit of a different background than a lot of kids that you see coming into college. How much do you think that has helped him and maybe made him to the point where he could be ready you know, fairly early. Yeah, I think it's a huge piece of it. Um, you know, he, it, it's like, you know, somebody who's been exposed to the different things already in his life that he's been exposed to, having the access that he had because of his dad's mm -hmm. profession. And then being, you know, coached by Trent Dilfer, uh, he just has that air about him that there's no no minute or moment or any, any situation that's going to be too big for him to handle. Um, and uh, he feels comfortable in uncomfortable situations, and, and that's a good thing to have at the quarterback position. And he's a champion. That's something you and guys look a, for. He's absolutely a winner, inside and out. Go to uh, running back, uh, Steph Bird, a guy that you guys identified early, was one of the first guys in this class. Three straight 1,000-yard rushing seasons in high school. He's more of that kind of, he's got some speed. It's not that he, he's a plotter, but he's got some size. He's a big physical kid. Yeah, just, you know, somebody we love from the very beginning. Um, you know, we're fortunate enough to get him to camp. Um, even after uh, we'd offered him a scholarship, he wanted to still come and camp uh, and be here and compete. And, you know, we were we were even like to the point where it was kind of like, okay, it, it's good. You don't really have to do anymore. Uh, and he was like, no, coach, I just love it. And he's out there. 
Uh, he's, he's the life of, uh, he was the life of the camp that he was at. He was competing very hard. He had a smile on his face. He lights up the room with the personality that he's got. What a, what a great addition he is. We really, really expect big things from him. You've got a lot of versatility in that running back room, but I think he even brings something a little different that maybe you don't have as it stands, right? Yeah, it's interesting how those guys, you know, we... We've been able to kind of get some guys in that room that can kind of play off each other a little bit, mm-hmm. um, and I think he just adds to that. I think you know he's there's some unique things to his game that are are obviously something that we can help. I think broaden our offensive structure even a little bit more, and uh, so we're we're excited to have him a part of it. Let's go to wide receiver Quincy Burrows, uh, really bright kid, four student, good size, six three. A guy that you're looking at as a, as an outside guy, I take it. Yeah, you know, kind of, you know, with Alec uh, Pierce moving on, you know, we're really kind of focused a little bit extra on that boundary receiver position. Um, you know, somebody who had some good size to him, had some some twitch to him, somebody who was really good and competitive at competing for the football. Um, and that's you know, Quincy fills all of those those things. That he's really a guy that I think you know. If you look at his junior film, you look at his senior film. He's a guy who's continued to get better and better and better. And uh, I think fits in very well with what we ask of that boundary guy to do in our offense. Marcus Peterson, another guy, really good size. Very similar. You know, you know. I think it's going to be nice to see those guys kind of tussle it out. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, we'll see what happens. Maybe one of them can move over to the field receiver if need be. But both of those guys have the physical presence, uh, ball skills, and competitiveness that it takes to kind of work against bump coverage a lot because that's what we're going to get into the into the short side of the field uh, and have the ability to go up and make plays on the football. He was listed a lot of places as a tight end. He's a wide receiver, but that just shows the kind of size, that physical size he has. Yeah, I mean, he who knows, right, how he might develop in, in the long run. We don't see him necessarily as – uh, somebody who's going to eventually be a tight end. We, we recruited him as someone who could kind of take over that boundary receiver position and really have a great career doing that. And you've got a wealth of riches already in the slot, but boy, you watch tape on JoJo Bermudez, and he's the all-time leading receiver in South Jersey, an area where they play really good football. He's, he's electric in the return game. He's a kid that jumps off the tape. Yeah, huge shout-out to Mike Brown, uh, you know, for kind of digging in and, and – and getting JoJo interested in us as, as interested as we have been in him from the very beginning. <laughs> yeah. and, and, you know, some of those fights from, you know, New Jersey or you get farther away from campus, sometimes, you know, those fights are a little bit tougher to win. Um, but here was an example of a kid that I think because of the success that we've had, uh, because of the slots that he's seen in our in our program and he's watched us play very closely. He's a very, very bright guy who loves football. Um, he knew that what we do offensively really fits him to a T. Um, and it was an opportunity for him to come in and show his explosiveness and, like you said, get his hands on the ball in the return game, um, you know, be a bubble guy, be a down the field, you know, be everything we ask our slot guys to be, which is explosive. And uh, he fits that category very strongly. I th- he seems similar to Trey in some ways. But I think maybe where Trey might be just a, a, a tick, like, faster straight line speed, JoJo seems to be twitchy. Like yeah, he's, he, a, he's a con- great combination of kind of Trey Tucker and Will Pauling, who not everybody knows a lot about yet. yet. But uh, <laughs> uh, if you watch one of our practices, especially when we're kind of scrimmaging the young guys, he is kind of the star of the show. So it's an exciting time. And then the big uglies. Yeah, 
Got yeah, they, it. They're not a... all that good looking. I will, I will <laughs> say no. Just uh, Ethan Green, obviously. Uh, you know, I think was somebody who committed very early. I think he understands and is is probably the epitome of tough and nasty Clifton style. What you're trying to do with being an O line driven program, and he brings all of that to the table. Uh, he's been great with helping us recruit these other guys, and and uh, and been very positive from that standpoint. Just look for really good things from him and, and really a true offensive tackle. Um, not necessarily a guy that we feel like, yeah, well, you know, he may end up being a guard. But we may, st- you know, he's a tackle and uh, we're, we're honored to have him. Have you told him, don't challenge Fick? You're going to end up tied up like a pretzel. <laughs> Those- he thinks. He thinks he could take it. Yeah, but don't you love that mentality? Yeah, I mean, that's of that's kind of that's that that's the way <laughs> we want. We're we, talk, we're yeah, exactly. We're yeah, about. exactly. We we want him to think that uh, that he can beat the boss. But uh, I I, uh, I think I'd probably have to slide my money towards uh, you know the hundred and thirty two and zero champion, <laughs> uh, Jonathan Harder. Being a big kid, good size, really moves well. Really like Jonathan. You know, Jonathan came down for both camp and some private workouts with us over the summer. He wanted to be a bear. He guy. really did. And, and, and listen, you can't put, uh, you know, that's really, really important. As much as, you know, as much as we're chasing them, uh, it's nice to have them chasing you as well sometimes. And he's a guy who was all in from the very beginning. And then what he did was going about, proven to us that this is he was a guy that we needed to make sure we had part of our recruiting class and uh, he did nothing but but show his his versatility his ability to kind of bend and, and get underneath people and and, and play with leverage so uh, I like his attitude too I like the way he's his demeanor uh, that he plays with so he, he's an exciting addition for sure he's got the size to play tackle he does, but the versatility to do kind of whatever you need him to do. Yeah, I mean he he you know, he could I really he could play any of the five positions on the offensive line, and we and we'll most likely probably start him inside. Uh, but I agree with you. I think I think physically um, with his feet and with his quickness, I think he could play tackle with no problem if need be. And then the final guy on offense, Luke Dalton, another one that that really wanted to be a Bearcat. It felt like. Yeah, I think I think that's true, and I think you know just another of you know a long line of guys that we've been very fortunate in the Chicago area to kind of uh, swoop in and get the guys that we really targeted over that way and and you know a really really you know from a leadership standpoint I think a kid that uh, fits into the program style of the way we're kind of built uh, shows toughness um, is a relentless worker on and off the field to get better at football he loves it um, which was a big piece. And then, you know, his attitude towards run blocking in particular and, and how nasty he likes to get his hands on people and finish blocks, uh, I think was the deciding factor. And we're, we're, we're happy to have him as a piece of this as well. Slightly outside of recruiting, I want to ask you about this. I don't know if you saw this or not today. Three academic All-Americans on your offense. Yeah. Des Ritter, Alec Pierce, first team, Lorenz Metz, second team. What's it say? Like, what's it say about this program that not only unprecedented success on the field, but off the field, you've got a hell of a program. I mean, I, I just, it, it's such a credit to so many different people, but it starts with the players in particular that it says that we're recruiting the right guys, right? It says that um, they are who we believe they are in the recruiting process, our evaluation 
was what it needed to be to make sure we were getting the right guys. And everybody talks about the right kind of guys. Well, you can't do much better than, you know, an academic All-American, especially when you talk about those three guys in particular who have contributed so much to the program. And then I think it speaks to our academic support system that we sell like crazy here. Um, 100% graduation rate since our, our staff has taken over uh, here. If you stay here for four years, uh, you know what's going to happen at the end. The end result is going to be uh, you're going to get your degree. And then, you know, obviously the philosophy of the program flows from the top down. So Coach Fickle in particular, it's really, really important for him uh, and for all of us to uh, not just have good football players, but have smarter football players and guys that that can think on their feet and, and, and do the things that those three guys in particular have done. I'm sure we have a number of guys that are pretty close to – to where those guys are GPA-wise, those guys have happened to have been re- recognized in, in, in this, you know, uh, with this great honor. But, uh, you know, we've got a football team full of guys that are committed to being their best on and off the field. All right. Thanks, Coach. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Thanks, Chad. All right. Here we go. Thanks again to Mike Denbrock for jumping on the first part of this podcast. Part two, new face. We do this every year. The past four years, it's been with Marcus Freeman. This year, Mike Tressel stepping in to the signing day podcast. And uh, Coach, uh, really strong haul of defensive recruits this year. Just a, an overall, how did you feel about what you guys were able to accomplish? You know what? We're really excited about it. We feel like um, this whole program has been based on winning up front and physical and feel like we got a great group of defensive linemen. And then we know in today's world – um, and as good as we've been on pass defense, the uh, the back end's always, always, always a priority. So I'm fired up. I think we got a group of group of guys at all three levels. To be honest with you, let's go through them one by one. We'll start with the most recent addition, Mario Eugenio, a young man out of the Dominican from Florida, uh, four star edge rusher. I know you guys have been looking for some length and some athleticism at defensive end with Majay heading to the next level. Um, how much of, of what he gives you is exactly what you were looking for. Yeah, he sort of stole my thunder, to be honest with you. <laughs> that, that's exactly right. We knew that uh, we had to replace the true pass rush. I mean, we, we have great defensive line. Um, there's no doubt about it. We have some depth. But uh, we've been looking for true pass rush. I think he brings that. He's a guy that I know uh, Coach Scruggs has loved for a long, long time, we've stayed on him, stayed on him, stayed on him, where the relationship could build. And, and I think the more he just got to know the program and felt comfortable that we're, we're all here for the long haul, that this is where he wanted to be and it's what we need. Inside, one of the big names that jumped in early and one of the biggest recruits in the state of Ohio, Derek Shepard, uh, you guys rely, I mean, seeing just what Curtis Brooks has done this year, how important that nose position is in the three-three-five, and he looks to fit that. Yeah, so to play with three down linemen, you better have some dominance in the middle. I mean, you, you need to have somebody there that requires um, them to put a guard with the center and not, not allow that center to just be one-on-one. And, and certainly Curtis has done that, and Mark has done a great job. But Shep's been a guy that uh, was one of the first in this class, and he did a great job of helping build the class. So not only is he a great football player, but he showed some leadership in that regards and built some relationships that helped us. But uh, that guy in the middle is critical to playing three down. You get some versatility with the other two guys, teammates, which has to help because they obviously are already very familiar with each other. 
in uh, C.J. Doggett and, and Tyler Gillison. Yeah, not just teammates. Um, very successful teammates. Yeah. They've, they've won a lot of ball games, and, and they're known as dominant. Their defense at Pickerington Central has been dominant, the defensive line in particular. Um, C.J. is a guy that's re- it's really been dominating uh, Division One ball in Ohio since his sophomore year. You watch a sophomore tape right off the bat, and you're like, wow. And then... Uh, uh, Gilly's very, very versatile. I mean, he's playing tailback. He's uh, catching the ball. He's he tells us he hits dingers too. He wants to play baseball. Well, well, <laughs> well I can tell you this: um, he's a good little baseball player. But I'm more excited about the plays he makes on the football field. That's I'll leave it at that. <laughs> uh, linebacker uh, Jonathan Thompson, your your one true linebacker prospect in this class. Let me know about him. Yeah, so I, I feel like. Um, We've signed some pretty good linebackers here recently and, and felt like uh, we get one really good one. We feel like we're right where we want to be. Um, Jonathan is is a really – he's a smart kid. I feel like he can play any one of the linebacker spots. He has the ability to edge rush if you want to get in some situations where you can get versatile and move him around a little bit, which is exciting. He understands ball. He's nonstop trying to uh, – um, get on Zooms and, and learn the defense and, and talk about what he's seeing. So um, excited about his ability to make plays, but also his ability to learn the game and, and his eagerness to learn the game. Especially a linebacker, how important is that? That oh. you have a kid coming in that's like already a football junkie? No, you need that. You absolutely need that. You need a guy like Joel DeBlanco that's going to study extra film and that guys listen to and they know that he knows what he's talking about. Because right. if he's going to be the one communicating, you want everybody to know that he knows what he's talking about and not just have some coach say, hey, you better do what Jonathan says. You know? <laughs> right. Uh, sincere Lewis, sniper position, dollar sniper, whatever iteration of it it is now. But he's he's a guy that gives you some length and some versatility. Let's call him a sniper based on the way he'll hit you. I, I, <laughs> let's, do, let's do that. Um, yeah, you know, we feel like you can watch some tapes and some and some workouts and say he has uh, safety skills and then you watch other times where you know he really likes to hit and and um, to be honest with you I think he's a guy that once he gets in the strength and conditioning program he's going to grow very very quickly in terms of his size and strength which I mean he has some some length yeah. already and, and has some power on film already but uh, I think it's raw and untapped and, and I think the combination of the desire to hit and the athletic ability makes him ideal for that sniper spot. There's a, a trend that we've seen here, and you have adopted it as well, the defensive backfield or recruiting the defensive backfield. You recruit a lot of guys that have size, 6'2", 6'3", 190 to 210 in that range. How important is that in your recruiting philosophy that, you, you know, who knows? Look at Darian Beavers. He was 6'2", 6'3", and and 180, and who knows what their bodies are going to develop into. That's exactly right, especially with our strength program. But but the bottom line is uh, when you recruit that type of size, it does give you options. So if it doesn't work out perfectly um, at the initial spot, there is options for moving forward. You know, when when you recruit a a smaller guy, if it doesn't work out, you're sort of out of luck. Yeah. So... It is exciting to have bodies that we really think are ideally suited for the position they were recruited. But if it didn't work out, there's options. J.Q. Hardaway. Uh, like we talked about with Maje leaving, Ahmad's leaving, Kobe's leaving. You need impact corners. 
throughout, especially the way college football is now, Jake Hughes got star potential. He does. And, you know, it was it was fun talking to him all fall long because it seems like um, it was not uh, tell me about your game or did you make any plays. It was how many interceptions did you have, <laughs> you know. I mean, it was those types of discussions. But um, I think he sees how we use the corners and, and how we how Coach Eliano develops those guys and, and saw what we did with Gardner. And um, now he's, you know, an All-American and everything you read and, and the recognition he's getting. Uh, he he envisions himself being that guy. We envision him being that guy. And uh, another guy that really helped our recruiting class, too. I mean, got people excited, and, and it was a guy we could really build around. And Under Armour All-American, which, which doesn't hurt getting a little extra love in that game. No doubt about it. I mean, that's exciting for him, but it's exciting for us, too. I mean, when, when, when we have guys playing that game as coaches, we're, we're fired up. Kalen Carroll, um, uh, one of the best players on one of the best teams in the country throughout this season. And because his team's so stacked, he might not get talked about as much, but this is a kid that also makes a ton of plays. He does. He makes a ton of plays. And if you notice the, the trend, I mean, there's some exceptions, but a lot of guys coming from some good programs. Yeah. And and obviously we're in a situation here right now where the expectations are high and the guys currently on the team um, – know how to win but it sure is nice bringing kids from programs like that who understand the expectations and you don't have to spend a year uh, quite honestly training them to know that when you say you're supposed to be in the weight room at 6:30 a.m you get there 6 15 right you know and and it's not uh, it's not it won't be a shock to his system the way things are scheduled out and the expectations because of the program he comes from and and he is he is a great player and there's a couple guys under their his team Maybe that even didn't commit as early, which that draws a little bit more yeah. of the attention. But, uh, yeah, don't mistake it. He's, he's a great football player. Speaking of great football programs, maybe the most successful high school program in terms of producing great Bearcats, Coleraine High School. And, and you saw that in your first tenure here, seen it in your second tenure here, Beavers and, and Pace and – you know, Javon Hicks and oh, <laughs> there's yeah. there's guys all over. Ken Willis is is next up at Coleraine. Yeah, and you know what? Um, he came out to camp this summer yeah. and and sort of sort of wowed us and and um, and and actually came a couple times, which tells you a he's a football junkie. B he's not afraid to compete. C he wants to be a Bearcat. Yeah. Right, all important things. Uh, he can flat out run. Um, he does love the game. He does throw his body around, um, can make plays on the football. But again, I, I don't have yet to figure out how to truly coach like four three speed or whatever the heck he runs. <laughs> right. So it's nice when you get a guy that can do that and then showed us in person and on film that he has the ability to make a play on the ball. Safety finally, Patrick Body. You talk about kids that that look the part. Patrick Body walks in a room and you go, "Oh, that looks like football player." And guess what? He is a football right. player. You know and and you watch his film coming from some good ball, doing things on offense, doing things on defense. Again, um, a ball hawk, but also a guy that can take it back the distance, which we had trouble taking it back the distance when yeah, we got our interceptions bit, yeah. this year. We like to score. But, I mean, he has the ability to do that. He'll hit you. And, and uh, I also think he's a guy that, um, as you watch senior film, you kept getting more and more excited about him and got better and better. And it sure is a great feeling when guys – continue to improve all the way through your senior year. Last but not least, Oliver Bridges, another safety that 
You're going to need to continue to build depth there. You lose two guys to the NFL last year, at least one to the NFL this year, and, and Hicks obviously has a chance too. Um, but Oliver Bridges has a chance to step right in and, and start making some impact there as well. Another guy with size and length and, and speed, you know, and another guy who's who's really sharp as a whip where you feel like he's going to be able to uh, pick things up, learn them, and that won't uh, won't fly too fast for him either. So, I mean, it, it is it is exciting when you have guys that you describe as football players, but um, combination of length and can run. If I could, if I could talk about people so they have length and they can run, as long as they play tough and nasty like we do, they're going to be in great shape. Final question. You took this job knowing it was a very good team, very good defense, but what has this ride been like? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's unbelievable because there are probably a handful of teams across the country that had the same vision going into this year. We have a really good team. This could be our year. This should be our year. We plan on this being our year. And um, our guys were able to accomplish that to this point and, and truthfully had a target on their back every week and, and special game plans every week and um, kept getting it done. And, yeah, the ride's been awesome for me. It's been great the way everybody here has welcomed me home. I say home because it's, it's round two and it's a fantastic place. But amazing how we could carry out the vision because there's a lot of people that had the same vision going into this season. All right. Appreciate it, Coach. Thanks a lot. Absolutely. you got to go back to the next, next uh, round of your <laughs> – <laughs>